It should be easy to access healthcare, but too often that's not the case. At Providence, we're using technology to bring healthcare within reach. Take our Health Connect app. It makes it easy to view medical records, make appointments, and more. We've improved patient access through a digital front door. And we want to keep innovating. We know that we can learn from people outside our industry, so I spoke to LegalZoom's head of research and strategy, Amy Haupel. Amy, tell me uh, about the problems LegalZoom is trying to solve. Well, so LegalZoom was founded on the belief that everyone has a right to legal services. We have a right to be informed so that we can make the best possible decisions. And we turned that mission into a company that provides quality legal documents and services to small business owners and families. And we did that by making expensive services that were once only available in person, affordable, accessible, and easy to use online, from our documents and advice to independent attorneys and tax professionals. Awesome. So it sounds like we're both striving to make our industries easier to navigate using technology. Uh, For instance, Providence St. Joseph Health has a Health Connect app that lets patients book an appointment with their doctor, access same-day care, and view their medical record on a convenient mobile app. How does LegalZoom use digital tools to open up access to legal services? Yeah, we think of ourselves as an advisor, a guide, really. And one of our brand values is simplification. So we want to shed light on traditionally difficult subject matters by bringing a new way of looking at situations and opportunities to our customers' lives. Um, You know, originally, uh, we were looking at things that were really difficult to use and to understand. And so we've brought a simplicity and ease of use to our online products and services so people can access things uh, that they may need to start a business or, say, do their last will and testament for their family. Awesome. So it sounds like um, part of it is you're solving a problem around uh, med- like medical t- uh, terminology, the language of legalese being confusing and intimidating. How do you approach the user experience to ensure your platform feels welcoming and intuitive to your users? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we spend a lot of time um, talking to our users and understanding how they speak and how they think. And so we translate that into the ways that we um, we talk about our products and services. We really want to break it down to something that can be complex, to something that's super easy to understand. So again, you know, looking back to that brand value of simplification. And specifically, how did digital help LegalZoom broaden access to legal services and tools? Well, if you think about it, these services were things that once you had to go to an attorney for, you had to actually get in your car, drive down to an attorney's office and, you know, sit with them. So that could take you know all day. Um, it was also really expensive. So in, by putting these things online, we can save you a lot of time and, and money. Uh, so using the digital platform to provide access. That's great. And uh, so you're really removing barriers, um, it sounds like. And other barriers like costly retainers make legal services seem unattainable. Uh, How did LegalZoom break down those barriers and improve access? Um, yeah, for sure. I would say, you know, technology is great for, you know, increasing access to information. Um, but, you know, if we're not really mindful about how we design it and use it, it can start to feel cold and not reflective of our brand or our values. Um, so, you know, it, it's sort of a double-edged sword if you think about it. Um, we want to use technology to provide access, but at the same time, we have to keep that human-centered element in mind. 
That's great. You know, at Providence, what we're trying to do is um, create essentially a patient-centered medical home that is digitally enabled so patients can access care the way they choose to in person or via a virtual visit, which is like FaceTime, or um, even call a provider to their home. So I can totally see how you would, you know, take that human-centered approach and um, and apply it to the legal industry, just like what we've done in, within healthcare. Uh, what other obstacles have you faced in transforming a dated industry using a digital platform, and how did you overcome those? Um, yeah, for sure. Initially, we faced challenges in what, to what we were doing. Uh, we stood up to those challenges as a company because we believe that the law only works when it's available to everyone. And now we're actually invited to speak at universities and industry events and even with regulators to help find more ways to increase uh, consumer access to legal services. So in addition, um, Amy, in addition to... Uh, just the natural challenges associated with transforming a dated industry. Do you see any other parallels between the barriers consumers face in legal services and healthcare? Um, yeah, for, for sure. I mean, I think we, we talked a little bit earlier about technology and how great it is for increasing access to information, but we but there's still that element of empathy and compassion that I think in both of our industries is really important um, and that we need to retain that human-centered element when we are doing our experience design. And, uh, you know, as LegalZone, we strive to be a partner rather than just a service. Uh, and finally, you know, as uh, tech innovators and entrepreneurs in and outside of healthcare, what can we learn from your approach to disrupting your industry um, and apply to our own? Yeah, um, you know, one of the things that we've discovered in doing a lot of our experience strategy work is that a customer's interaction with you may only be a, a moment in a much larger, more complex journey that has a lot of ups and downs. So taking the time to understand the full customer journey allows you to create better experiences, but it also illuminates opportunities for new services and products that you can develop. Um, I would say in addition to that, uh, one other thing that I think it's important to keep in mind is that one of the pillars of customer experience is the employee experience. And when you're disrupting an industry, you want to make sure you're also putting out the tools, services, process, culture, and put all those things in place so that your employees are actually able to provide the level of customer experience that you want to put out into the world. So, you know, we talked about that customer journey, and as a small business owner, it's a really exciting time when you form that small business. It's that hooray moment that you did it. Um, but right shortly after that, a lot of times what happens is the, oh no, what's next? What do I need to do uh, in order to really get this thing going so it sustains me? What other things do I have to actually get done? And one of the, the products that we've developed here is a, um, a service that will send you reminders and alerts about uh, compliance things that you need to do or doc sorry let me say it again one of the things that we have uh, developed here is um, a series of notifications and alerts to let you know when you need to submit something to your city or county or state to keep your business in compliance which is actually a really important thing that business owners need to do and often don't realize is, is part of the you process. know we're really familiar with the oh no what's next um, and our patients uh, deal with that every morning when someone one wakes up and says, oh, I have a horrible sore throat. What do I do now? And um, and so the Health Connect app that I was uh, talking about actually helps patients navigate to the right venue of care, whether it be, um, hey, you need to go in person to uh, see someone at a retail clinic, or you can actually just... Uh, virtual visit, you know, have an online um, online conversation via video with your provider. So the oh no, what's next and helping folks navigate to the right, uh, the right venue is um, 
is something that we're deeply familiar with. And uh, uh, I think there's a lot of parallels there with what you're doing um, for small businesses. Yeah, I love that. Um, you know, some of the things that we're doing that are similar to that is we we allow you through our app or our website to schedule time to speak to an independent attorney or a tax professional about questions that you might have that are related to your business, to you know, creating your will, um, any like when your neighbor's uh, tree falls on your car in your driveway, anything like that, uh, anything that you might need some advice on, uh, you can schedule those calls really easily. Cool. From, and from we're our taking it one step further and applying what we call uh, a chatbot. Um, that you know uh, consumers are familiar with in a lot of other industries that help you you know book a flight or a hotel and we're applying it to healthcare um, so that our customers can get our patients and consumers can get uh, answers in real time about where you know what might be the right place for them to go so um, getting that real-time feedback I think is really important technology democratizes access right um, you know, in both in both of our cases, where you're looking at industries that traditionally there's an, there's an expert, um, someone who knows more about these things than you do, whether that's a doctor or a lawyer or a tax professional. Um, so it can be intimidating, frankly. It can be a little scary when you don't know those answers. Uh, technology allows us to bring that person to you, right? So you can do it from your living room. You can do it while you're waiting in line at the grocery store, or you're picking kids up from school. Uh, that access is is actually revolutionary. It's really going to change the way we think about uh, services. Amy, I think you said it so well in that uh, both of our industries are really expert systems. And what technology can do, uh, can do to your point, is... Um, is democratize it and take an expert system and make it into a system that uh, you know an average person can relate to and understand and interact with, um, and then uh, take that and then engage with it on an ongoing basis. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know, just like you said, it's it's about the ability to you know, access it when it's necessary for you, when you have that question, when something is immediately on your mind, you can ha- answer that right away. Uh, you know, the way that we think about um, uh, UX and user design is rooted in um, taking that expert system and making it understandable, easily understandable, using common language and, um, and you know, signs and symbols that patients are familiar with and experiences that we've all been trained to uh, to understand for instance, in you know how we interact when we buy something online. We all know what a buy button looks like, and we're not trying to recreate the wheel and create an entirely new um, user experience. We're trying to take familiar user experiences that we all interact with in other parts of our lives, and in our case, apply it to accessing healthcare. So for instance, booking an appointment, the same way that you would book a restaurant reservation using OpenTable. Um, and we we do that through a lot of user research and design research uh, to, to, to really understand what those familiar experiences are and then build them into our um, our uh, healthcare facing experiences. Um, so for, for us, I would say we, we've taken the opportunity to really broaden uh, what UX does at the company. 
you know, I came, I kind of came up through my career originally as a UX designer, and now I have a few other folks in my department, um, researchers, uh, design research, experience strategists, service designers. So in thinking about UX, we, we want to broaden that a little bit. We want to, we, I want to actually talk about it more from a customer experience standpoint, because we look at things end to end, not just what goes on on the website or on an app, you know, not just the screen-based interactions, but really all of your interactions with the brand. So that could start from you know you hearing our ad on the radio on a podcast maybe um, and you know then you come to the site or maybe you call us and talk to one of our friendly representatives or you speak with one of our advisors um, you chat with us you email us uh, maybe you even receive a package from us in the mail so all of those things are things that my department will start to look at with our partners in product design and product marketing and technology and so many of the other groups that we work with really closely every day it's both the online and the offline experience being seamlessly integrated across um, all the ways that a, um, in our case, a patient or a consumer would interact with our respective um, technologies and our um, our services. Uh, you know, customers don't care um, that, well, actually, I would say customers don't want different experiences online versus offline. They want a source of truth that um, that applies regardless of how they access us. They want um, in experiences that are integrated. They want the same experience if they call in versus if they access online. So I think you made you made a really great point, which is it's about um, it's a unified integrated experience regardless of the way that um, our consumers access us. Yeah, and I think you know that's changed a little bit over the years. The expectation now really is for that cohesive, consistent, high-quality experience with a brand, regardless of the channel. Um, so yeah, I absolutely agree with you, Sarah. When Providence talks about digital front door, we mean really the first digital touch point for a consumer or a patient with our health system. And when we think about it, um, there are two primary things when a patient is ready to interact with us that they want to do. They either want to book time with a provider that they already have, or they want to just look for same-day care uh, because they woke up in the morning and they don't feel great. And, um, and we have a mobile-first strategy that is our digital front door where patients can pick up the phone, um, navigate to an app that is already, you know, uh, knows who they are, has their identity logged in, and um, and then can direct them to the service that they're looking for, whether it be um, you know, again, booking with their, with their provider, um, an actual doctor or nurse, or accessing same-day care, just booking a, a time slot in a clinic or accessing care via virtual. Um, and they can also view their medical records. So that's another, you know, sort of very common utility that patients want to access. Um, what's my, you know, when, um, when was the last time I, uh, you know, accessed XYZ or when did, um, you know, are my test results in? Just looking at their medical records. So um, those three things 
booking time with a provider, um, booking same-day care, or accessing a medical record is how we think about Digital Front Door. Over time, Digital Front Door is going to expand um, to other things like payment, for instance, um, which is a very complicated uh, experience currently for patients that are seeking care. Um, But it really is, it's the first digital touch point for how patients and consumers access Providence St. Joseph Health. So for us, when we think about you know digital front door, a lot of times when when you know potential customers are coming to us, it's usually with a question or a specific task task in mind. Um, for example, you know, hey, uh, I have a, a parent that has to go into the hospital for a really serious operation. I need to make sure that they have the proper uh, estate planning documents or medical documents in place before they go. Um, or hey, I'm thinking about actually you know quitting my full time job and starting my own business. What are my options? So for for us, we have to balance between someone who might be ready to take action right away and someone who may be in a more education-oriented stage of the journey where they're looking more for answers and research to help them figure out what the right next step is. So for us, we we try to balance that and give you multiple paths to go down for someone who's ready to go uh, make a purchase and someone who may need a little bit more guidance and assistance to figure out what the right next step might be. 